Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? Pay like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Our guy Mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes. But uh, there is an absolutely monster UFC card going down this weekend. UFC 285, John Jones, after years away from the octagon, not only does he make his return, but he makes his return as a heavyweight taking on Cyril Gaon, might be the most athletic heavyweight in the world. And we have the man who's putting on the fights right here, our guy Dana White. Dana, how are you? They're probably the two most athletic heavyweights in the world. I mean, John Jones is an absolute freak, and uh, and Cyril Gaon moves like a middleweight. And, uh, I, I mean, that's just one of a million reasons that this fight is so awesome. Right. You have, like, yeah, you've got, like, 500 pounds of, like, of some of the greatest athletes in the world. But these guys should not be able to move the way they move, Dane. It's, inc- it's, it's incredible. It really is incredible. Which one are you excited? Is that the fight that you're most looking forward to? I mean, you have... Uh, like we were just talking about, you have Bo Nickel, who was a three-time NCAA champion, who was going to make his official UFC debut, obviously fought twice uh, in your contender series. First time he gets in an octagon. Um, what are you most he's excited fighting, He's fighting a guy with a ton of experience. Too. Yeah. The kid he's fighting has like 21 fights or something, and Bo is 3-0. and So it's, it's, it's a big step up for him, man. If he gets through this and, you know, flies through this test, man, who knows what that kid's capable of. But there's no doubt – He's the hottest prospect in, in, in the sport right now. Yeah, is he the hottest prospect that you've had in a long time, Dana? I mean, I know a lot of people talk about his, his wrestling, and, and, and rightfully so, but, I mean, I, and I'm, the guy's name is, is escaping me, but the second contender series fight, fight I mean, he, he dropped that guy with an overhand right. His striking looked pretty good, too. Yeah, no, he's, he's probably the hottest prospect since Hamza Chamayev, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, 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 incredible. Imagine if those guys ever, uh, you know, if they ever shared an octagon together, uh, we can dream. Uh, all right, talk to me, Dana, first. Uh, John Jones, obviously, we've never seen him at heavyweight. Uh, we know what he's done at light heavyweight. A lot of people think John's the best ever, period. What do you expect uh, from him, Dana? How, how will you think he'll he'll look different uh, carrying that extra weight? What do we expect from John? Well, there, there'll be no debate if he wins on Saturday night. Anybody who thinks that John Jones is not the greatest of all time, he should be 27-0 right now, and I've tried to – get rid of that one it was at a time when the nevada state athletic commission was very weak and the ref that was in there at that time was a guy that i said shouldn't even be in was that steve Steve mazagati right exactly that he should not be refing at that time and that's why john jones has that one he destroyed this guy the fight should have been stopped john shouldn't have been disqualified um but anyway that's that's whatever he's the guy's basically everybody knows everyone knows john didn't lose that fight nobody's ever beat john jones ever and uh you know a three-year layoff, I'm a big believer in, in ring rust. But, yeah, I mean, look at Ali. Ali had three years off. He came back, and he didn't look the same. But um, who knows? John Jones is a freak of nature. You know, everybody's questioning the weight. Well, he did the weight the right way. It took him three years to put that weight on and, and do it. You know, he didn't do it in less than a year and become a blown-up light heavyweight. Um, so he's got that going for him. Cyril gone. You know, this guy moves like a middleweight. 
And the big question is, what's going to happen with Cyril Gaon if John Jones takes him down? Now, Jones has been talking like, I'm going to make this fight look easy. That's how confident I am that I'm going to win. And, you know, that type of talk and, and the type of performances that this guy puts on, he went through murderer's row in the light heavyweight division, and he destroyed everybody. So all these reasons, when you put them all together, is what makes this fight so great. Talk to me about Valentina Shevchenko. Is she in the GOAT conversation? What does she have to do, Dane? I mean, she, she hasn't, I mean, right? I mean, I think it was 2010 since she last lost to somebody not named Amanda Nunes. I know a lot of people think that she won one of those two fights. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, what? no, you nailed it. She's, she's one of the greatest of all time. Forget about females. She's one of the greatest fighters of all time. I mean, just look at her record. Look what she's accomplished. Yeah. Look what she's done. And Saturday night, she's going in against Alexa Grazo, who over the last couple of years has really dialed her game in. Um, her, her, her cardio is unbelievable. Her stand-up is perfect. Her ground game is great. Um, so this, this is a good test uh, for Alexa, uh, you know, against the baddest woman of all time. And, and the, the thing is that everybody's talking about is that Valentina looked human in her last fight. Yeah. So, you know, they believe this might be an opportunity for Alexa Grasso. Um, but, yeah, should Valentina win on Saturday night, you know, even if she doesn't win on Saturday night, one of the greatest to ever do it, period, male or female. Last thing here, Dana, you uh, you have back John Jones now, and you've also got back Conor McGregor. So two of your biggest superstars. I know how fond you are of the Ultimate Fighter. Um, any more information about the the fight ultimately that will happen between Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor? I've seen some people talk about Allegiant Stadium, obviously a place you know very well. Um, any more information on on uh, Conor and, and Michael and when and where they will ultimately fight? No, we have nothing. We've we've been focused on on this weekend and. Uh some other stuff we're working on, but we'll, uh, as soon as we do, we'll announce it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got to be excited to have Connor back and, and coaching on the ultimate fighter though. Right. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's been a fun, it's been fun already. Uh, what are the next fights? I think we got fights coming up Thursday or Friday. Um, yeah. So, so it's been fun. That's awesome. Well, like always, you guys are killing it. Uh, Dane, I appreciate it. It's UFC 285 March 4th. It's a card that you cannot miss from top to bottom. It's, it's great. Dana, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for having me. Mojo, Aaron Rodgers, and we talked about this the other day, out of the darkness, out of the darkness retreat, and into the neon lights, Mojo, of a, uh, a hotspot bar in Vail, Colorado, Mojo. So now that Aaron has finished up this uh, very talked about retreat, darkness retreat, where he was all by himself and uh, spent some time deciding what he was going to do with his football future. More on that in just a minute. But now he's back in civilization, Mojo. He went to a place in, again, in Vail, Colorado, called the Rabbit Hole. Uh, we were told that he showed up around 9 p.m., Mojo, this week. There Aaron is, uh, looking very stoic there, with about 15 or so friends, give or take, some of those friends being, uh, we're told, very beautiful women. No surprise there. He's Aaron Rodgers. And um, I, I guess Mojo happy to be back uh, with other people in civilization as he prepares to make his decision on his football future. I'm trying to think of what the first thing I would do after I got out of straight <laughs> darkness and self-meditation. I don't trust myself to be alone with myself in a dark room, no. a dark hole for multiple days on it. So I don't even want to think what I would do when I would get out of there. But hey, cutting loose, meeting up with friends and family, 
Uh, from everything we've heard, he pretty much has an idea what he wants to do. So yeah. why not now have a little fun, cut a little loose? Let's not forget the second he makes that announcement, he is right back to work, going to be expected to show up and go right back into the frenzy. The NFL season just ended. Off-season training at home may have started, but you don't report to OTAs for team off-season practices for quite some time. So I got to say, I, I like a, I like the way that Aaron is handling this approach. He yeah. took his time to make his decision. Now he's having some friends and family time uh, before the sprint starts and the frenzy begins. You know, Mojo, I know last week on the show we showed some photographs from that resort where he did the retreat. People are really interested in, in what the experience was like for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he actually uh, spoke about it a little bit. He joined Aubrey Marcus. Uh, Aubrey Marcus has a podcast. And while he was on Aubrey's show, uh, they you know, the topic turned to the retreat and uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, a little glimpse into just what it was like to spend four days in the dark. Listen to this. I lit a little candle. I closed the door and kind of arranged my food on my bed where I was, um, where I was going to eat it. And then I blew that candle out mm. and that started um, a pretty incredible, uh, difficult at times, uh, Four nights. I was grubbing on these big salads that, that they had for us. And that's probably a little out of the norm for, you know, to eat a humongous salad like every mm. single dinner. But yeah, my dumps were super smooth. And <laughs> in my mind, now this is my own rationalization, they were they were all two wipers. They were yeah. two wipers and, <laughs> and done. So it so, didn't need more than two eyes. Honestly, there I mean, were, there we were multiple. The, we could check the underwear for the record. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we could. There were we multiple, though, that I didn't even think I needed a wipe. Wow. So, Those are, that's a play, one of life's great pleasures when that happens, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is not at all where I thought that conversation was going to go. You thought yeah, we were going to talk about gonna... football mojo, didn't you? No. Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to be about, about football or life. Here, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I should try this salad for dinner every night approach. <laughs> that sounds kind of lovely, the wipeless approach. Sounds dangerous in the dark, been though. Done before to do a We're focusing on the wrong things right here. <laughs> he did say he was going to make his decision sometime soon. Uh, he's not going to make the Green Bay Packers and all the other teams out there who might want Aaron Rodgers' services. He's not going to make them wait too long. Look, maybe I'm wrong on this. I think there is absolutely zero chance that Aaron Rodgers retires. Yes, I think it might even be likely that he doesn't play in Wisconsin next year. But nobody on God's green earth is walking away from $60 bucks that's owed to them. It's not happening. Aaron Rodgers is playing football, but where is it going to be? That's the decision he has to make. And he better stick to that decision he made in seclusion. Coming up next in TMC Sports, some uh, very troubling allegations against uh, the could-be number one overall NFL draft pick, Jalen Carter. An arrest warrant out for the standout defensive tackle. We'll explain why next on TMC Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, 
May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMC Sports. Mike, Mojo, and Ed. Fellas, uh, some big news coming out of the NFL Combine, but it's got nothing to do with anybody uh, you know, putting up bench presses or running fast 40-yard dashes, but it does possibly have major implications on April's NFL draft. And it concerns the guy who a lot of people think could be the number one overall pick. Uh, we're talking about a University of Georgia star, a star defensive tackle, Jalen Carter, who uh, we have now learned is actually accused of guys uh, not only being on the scene the night of that fatal crash, which took the lives of uh, not only a University of Georgia staffer, but also of a football player, also injured a second player. Uh, but Edward, Jalen is accused of actually being on the scene and racing the other car that was involved in that fatal crash that same night. Yeah, cops essentially say he helped contribute to the crash, if you can believe that or not. Uh, they issued arrest warrants this morning uh, for two misdemeanor charges. One is reckless driving and one is racing. Uh, and they claim that in the lead up to the crash, Jalen in a 2021 Jeep Trackhawk was racing Chandler's, the UGA staffer, Chandler DeCoy's uh, Ford Expedition, 2021 Ford Expedition. Right. And that was a Georgia car, Ed, too. Yes, that was an yes. athletic department car. One that the University of Georgia had said she was only supposed to use for UGA purposes. Uh, uh, cops said when they issued these arrest warrants that um, they found an investigation led to them saying that the cars were switching between lanes, driving in the center turn lane, driving in opposite lanes of travel, overtaking other motorists, and driving at high rates of speed. And they said at one point, the expedition that LaCroix was driving that ultimately killed Devin Willock uh, was reaching speeds up to 104 miles per hour. Uh, it, it's it's all shocking because at the time, nobody knew that Jalen was even remotely involved in this. And now they're alleging that Jalen, like I said, essentially caused it or contributed to the cause of it. Um, I, I should also note in here that 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 the prosecutors or the, the authorities alleged today that uh, alcohol was involved with the driver of the 2021 expedition, LaCroix. They said she had a BAC of 0.197. So just a horrible news all the way. 0.197, wow, yes, which is yes. more than uh, double the legal limit. Right, and all of them had been hanging out prior to the car crash, so who knows what went on prior to it all. But yes, the, the cops have alleged that, hey, he was recklessly driving, he was racing, and he has a role in all this. Mojo, what do you think this will mean, if anything? I mean, he's obviously... Jalen is, is such a talented football player. You don't uh, get talked about as being the number one overall pick if you're not uh, a supremely gifted athlete. But what does this mean, do you think, as somebody who's went through this process, what do you think this means for him and uh, his NFL future? Man, this could potentially be disastrous. If we're talking about a situation that could potentially put him in jail, that led to a loss of life, this is something that could take him out of the draft completely. I mean, forget him dropping down three, four picks, maybe around. 
if there's a possibility that he won't be able to show up on the field, uh, that's enough for teams to stay away from him entirely. I remember playing with a couple of buddies in college that were supposed to be top three picks overall. We're going to sign those mega deals. This was back before the, the new CBA when guys were signing 60, 70, 80 million dollar rookie contract. Personal issues happened. They didn't get it done in the classroom, got into a little bit of trouble off the field, fell all the way down to fifth round picks, fell all the way down to the supplemental draft, had to come back for another season where they got injured when they could have left the previous year and been that top three pick. Anytime you have an issue like this, this is a monstrous disaster. Now, I will say one thing that's probably helping them out is that we're about two months away from the draft itself. That's enough time for him to get a legal team back there to, to fight these charges head on to address them, uh, to get it a, a little bit less glaring of a media headline so that maybe a team is willing to roll the dice on them a little more. You'll see, too, when around the draft time, if someone has content, information, news about a player that could destroy their career, you usually hold on to that information until a little closer to the draft where there's no time to take the stink off of it, to take a player out, to bump a player up that you know would be taken instead. The timing of these things are sometimes everything. And two months will at least give him enough time uh, to combat this head on. Still, at the end of the day, depending on how this one plays out and where these charges go, this could be a complete deal breaker for almost every NFL franchise. Yeah, very interesting, Mojo, that you said that. I remember draft night, Laramie Tunsil is somebody. There was that gas mask photograph. That cost him millions and millions of dollars. I think Darius Geis had something similar happen to him uh, on draft day. You're right. Uh, Time is Jalen's friend here. In fairness to Jalen, uh, we should say he did release a statement earlier today. He has said he is going to leave the combine. And um, I'm not going to read his whole statement here, but he did uh, say that uh, there was no question in his mind, uh, quote, when all of the facts are known that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing, end quote. So Jalen Carter saying uh, adamantly that he did not do anything wrong. Like you said, fellas, there's two months to the draft. We'll see what happens. But there was a lot of implications. This guy could be literally the top overall pick. Thank you. Mojo, we've reached my favorite topic of the day. <laughs> Is Michael Jordan cool with his son, Marcus Jordan, 32 years old, dating his former teammate slash frenemy slash enemy ex-wife Larsa Pippen Mojo yes it's the question it's the relationship we've talked about here so much on TMZ Sports we know that uh, Larsa Pippen 48 years old has been uh, for the last few months in a relationship with Marcus Jordan so Mojo uh, Larsa Pippen actually sat down for a relatively rare interview uh, she was on the Tamron Hall show this week and the topic turned to that high profile relationship with Marcus Jordan Tamron Hall asked hey is Michael cool with all this Here's what Larsa said. Have you met Michael Jordan and Juanita Jordan? And what did they say about the relationship? You know, I don't really, I mean, of course, I recently have met, you know, I've recently been hanging out with them. Um, but I don't really want to talk about them. I feel like it's not about, you know, my parents or his parents. They're all happy. Our whole family's fine. I feel like it's more about, like, where I am, where he is. You know, I feel like we're in a great place. We motivate each other. We're really happy being together. And I feel like that's the most important thing. How did his mom respond? 
how did his They're dad fine. Do? Everyone's fine. They're I, cool with it. Yeah, everyone. I think like when you're an adult, I think your parents just want to see you happy. You know, my parents want to see me happy. His parents want to see him happy. So you have their blessing. Yeah, I feel like we're great. Yeah, I feel like we've, you know, we've spent holidays together and it's good. We're in a great place. <laughs> Didn't want to dwell too much there on the parents, you could tell. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. that's for a reason, but I, I, yeah. I think she's right. I think she brings up a good point. Uh, you know, at, at both of their ages, they've been out there and they've dated for a long time. I think when you hit a certain age and you've dated enough, I think your parents just want to see you happy at the end of the day. They want to see you end up with somebody that motivates you, that challenges you, that inspires you to be a better person. And regardless of what that situation may look like and all the, the situations attached to that, uh, whereas they, they might not be ideal, at the end of the day, that's probably uh, what your parents are rooting for the most. Uh, if you ask so. a couple of other parties close to that situation, they might disagree. Well, Mojo, that's the question that I need answered. I know that Michael's going to be cool with this. Michael and Scotty don't exactly love each other. And I have a feeling Michael's probably like, yeah, my, you know, here, there's my boy, you know, with uh, the ex of my enemy. I get that. I want to know how Scotty Pippen feels about his enemy. Uh, his enemy's son dating his ex-wife. That's the question that I need answered. Mojo, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but there's a chance. There's a chance we're going to get to actually ask Scottie Pippen about uh, oh. the relationship. Yeah, we have somebody out on the assignment right now. We'll see if it happens or not. We'll see if Scottie Pippen answers the question. We have got to go for today's show. I know if we get that answer, tomorrow's going to be a great show, but it's going to be great either way, though. Let's be honest. It's definitely going to be great because you and I don't have to be the ones to ask Scotty Pippen. So, Amen. that being said, getting to hear one of our other guys here at TMZ ask the big question. It'll definitely be the best show since today. Bang, bang.